that's why when everybody's naming our fans now, I'm like, oh, what happened? Welcome back to another episode of Boys Love Mariah. I am your host, Frankie. And it is me. I am Huey, the elusive Black Butterfly. How are we doing today, Black Butterfly? I am doing good. How about yourself? Doing good, doing good. It's a lovely Saturday. <laughs> it is a nice little Saturday morning slash afternoon-ish. <laughs> uh, no cartoons, though. I didn't have time for all that. Do those still, like, well, do they still come on? I'm sure they do. It's just not the same lineup as, you know, as, you know, as the one that we grew up with. I want, I'm going to watch them one day. I saw the new, uh, uh, the little teaser for the new All That. It was so cute. I did see that. And it I saw, so precious. I saw an interview with Kel saying that they were going to keep the original theme song, which made me happy. As well, they should. <laughs> they need to get T-Bars and Chili to perform it on the, on the, uh, on the thing and get little mama to do left out part. That'd be cute. I wonder if they're going to still have the, you know, like the performances like they used to. Who the hell would they have on there these days? Cause I know, uh, Keenan and Cal, I think are, I don't know if they're the producers of it or if they're just, they're, they're a part of it. Right. Yeah. I think they're producing producers, but who would they have? Like a lot of the young artists today are like on drugs and shit. So, They'd have to get uh, Lil Nas X. That song talks about drugs. Oh. Um, At some point. He talked about lean or something. That didn't stop him from performing for that school of elementary kids. <laughs> that confused me as well. But I guess they can do the edited version. I guess Ariana Grande has some songs she could go do. She can do Thank You Next. She'd be calling herself all types of bad bitches in, in her music, <laughs> so... You know, there's really no, like, unless your name is, I don't know, maybe Peppa Pig or... Yes, Peppa Pig or Rudez. I don't know. Is there is there any other, maybe that JoJo Siwa girl? <laughs> I don't know her. You know her. I'm pretty sure you'll if you've seen her face, you're like, oh, this is the face I've tried to avoid. <laughs> That's not nice. Listen, there were so many times I was trying to, like, you know, Google JoJo, the actual singer. Um... And Jojo Siwa comes up and she's like this, uh, I don't know how old she is, but like she plays like a little girl. It's weird. Um, you guys, you guys have Google. You'll, you'll look it up. Leave, get out right now. (laughs) It's the end of Jojo Siwa. <laughs> I love that Kid Fury. I think it was like a couple episodes ago of the read. He called JoJo the white African American singer. <laughs> I yes, it's facts. I'm going to listen to her some at some point today. Oh man, I got you. Got to listen to all, all the unreleased stuff because those are the best. Oh yes, and her version of Marvin's Room still cranks. 
Listen, if they ever play that, the best one. if they ever play that at the club, uh, we're going in. I'm singing. I'm crying. I'm, I'm, I'm calling somebody that I probably oh, should not call and giving them a piece of my heart. Alrighty, well, let's get right into our music box segment before we get into E equals MC squared. So, Huey, I know you just had a, I think you just came from a concert yesterday? I did. I went to go see Lewis York and the Shandellas uh, again. They were here in the winter. Um, it was an amazing show. Uh, one of the Shandella songs is actually one in my music box. It's called It Wasn't Really Love, and it came out on yesterday, well, Friday, 31st. Um, and it's so dope. I love their voices. I love their harmonies. My friend uh, went to the show with me, and he said that they remind him of the emotions. And Ooh. I definitely um, I definitely can hear it. Um, so I love them. Uh, Press by Cardi B is also in my music box. Um, <laughs> just because Ratchet and Bird. Um, and then it's a song by Miguel called Carmelo Duro. I cannot roll my R's worth shit, so excuse me. But It's okay. I'm Puerto Rican and I still can't. That song, it, I love that song so much. Um, it's on War and Leisure. So that's what I've been listening to lately. Awesome. So, also, I, I was looking at the pictures you took with the with the band on Instagram, and I was like, "Oh, that looks like so much fun." Uh, it was, and it, I don't, it, if they're in a city near you, I suggest going to check them out. Well, I saw. I think you had posted like the rest of their tour dates, and they are nowhere near me. <laughs> oh well, there are clips on now, YouTube. Yeah, yeah, I was gonna check it out. Um, I've been meaning to actually stream their music because you told me about them. I think a while ago. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, so I'll definitely check that out. Um, oh, man. So what I've been listening to lately, first off, Diamonds by Kelly Rowland. Because is, I, is that from the, the new? That's from the, the Kelly Rowland edition. Yes, the new okay. EP. I still have not listened to it. What? Oh, man. After Twitter was raving about it. And you know, Twitter doesn't always rave for Kelly's music. I'm still upset that uh, Talk A Good Game didn't get the attention that it deserved. I'm still bitter over that. I loved, what was it? Uh, I think it was You Changed with Beyonce and Mich- Michelle. Beautiful song. I loved that song. Um, Red yeah, so, Wine? Oh my gosh. Y'all don't yeah. know shit. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, those are good songs too. But uh, Diamonds is my favorite on the EP. It's very old school. It sounds like something... You know, Shaka Khan probably would have sang. But um, yeah, so that's one. Number two is FaceTime by Ari Lennox. I've been, that's my coming home from a long day, you know, song. There's certain songs you got to play only at night. And that's definitely one of them. So, yeah. And also, oh, yeah. And um, Megan Thee Stallion. I love it's not. I don't think it's my favorite on the album yet because I gotta. Um, I gotta listen to it more. Um, which I'm not even sure if this is really an album. I think she caused a mixtape. Yeah. So uh, yeah. So whatever she wants to call it. Uh, best you ever Fever. had. Oh yeah, yeah. Best you ever had is my uh, is my jam. So. <laughs> I don't know why I just it's funny to me, but it's like one of those I feel like I could be in the back of the bus singing with all my, you know, all my <laughs> you know, all the ratchet Not in the friends. Back of the bus. There's there's certain songs that are back of the bus songs. On the way to what school? My school. High school? 
<laughs> oh yeah, high school. Um, Even still, you're fast. <laughs> oh man, the, uh, there's. I could probably make a playlist about the songs that we used to sing in the back of the bus, and Sierra's Promise would be number one on that list. Oh. But uh, that's a whole nother story. We'll get into that, um, you know, maybe on a on another day. But um, yeah, on so those are show maybe on another show. Thank you so much for that segue, my friend. I was wondering mm. how I was going to do it. So this is our first time recording since we've made our announcement to, uh, you know, to continue our our collaborations. This this brotherhood of, of traveling podcast. Yeah. How, this, <laughs> We just got to work it out. We'll figure it out. <laughs> um, yeah, so we made the announcement. House of Hughes podcast is coming th- uh, technically this month. Yeah. Um, I think oh, I'm going to release the date sometime next week for you guys. And yeah, so with me and Huey, we're going to be talking about everything from pop culture to, you know, gay shit, personal stuff. So it's going to be, you know, I'm going to try my best to continue the what about your friends conversations, but also create something new for you guys because it's a whole new, you know, chemistry. It's a whole new show. So make sure you guys stay tuned for that. I'm excited super excited and i hope you guys you know check it out tell your friends about it and uh yeah it's gonna be a a fun ride and uh yeah (laughs) so uh do we have a word of the week uh yes we do um that word is levity and let me go ahead and use it in a verse for you real quick all righty i do it naturally hypnotized like biggie but you ain't having dreams chicken back. Now you ain't seeing things or hallucinating. I brings that levity. Take me for a light in the sky. Let's fly high. Mm. Boy, I got you caught up inside of my head. And you're gonna be gone for days I'm like that ooey You're feeling the blazer And taste me Got flavor like ice cream Cause I'm that chicken I'm sorry, that's my shit I feel like we could change the words if we wanted to Like, you could probably say I'm that top Or whatever Whatever you want (laughs) Oh man That demon dick you like Oh my god, you know what we should do? Um, we should change the names of some Mariah songs and put them on like a mixtape and we'll have like the the picture of her from the from the rainbow album cover where she's like showing the booty a little bit. <laughs> That'll be the the cover art and we could just have like I'm that top. We could have we could just switch up all the the names of her biggest songs and, and put we'll, gay sex shit in it. Yes, happy Pride Month. Happy Pride Month. <laughs> happy Pride Month. <laughs> Are you doing anything special for Pride Month? Uh, I'm just going to continue to be unapologetically black and gay like I have been. Awesome. Um, and, you know, continuing to not buy merchandise that's not by queer people because you're not going to capitalize off of us. Um, exactly although target did have some cute shirts target always has the cute stuff yeah always <laughs> i love me a nice target graffiti that's definitely my aesthetic <laughs> i think i'm gonna actually go to new york's pride 
and it'll be my first time going to like a real pride thing because i think they're doing like a world pride or something of the sort the Ooh. weekend that uh kid fury's having his 305 live um mm. and that'll also be a first for me so hopefully i can you know go out and meet some cool people and have a good time shake my little pancake <laughs> that sounds fun <laughs> so yeah who knows i might join you we'll might see how i feel and with how much money i have <laughs> right things we need yes but um what does levity mean by the way do you have a definition for the kids <laughs> oh wow i totally forgot see we got all up and see what happens this is the gay agenda taking over <laughs> oh man i forgot we actually did definitions okay so what this is giving me right now is humor or frivolity especially the treatment of a serious matter with humor or in a manner lacking due respect that sounds like me that is a very long definition that sounds like me in a nutshell (laughs) i am levity levity is me oh man that's that could be your drag name (laughs) Levity galore. (laughs) Oh, man. I can't wait for Post to come back. No, Levity, Levity, darling. Yes. From the iconic I'm That Chick, which we just sang a couple minutes ago. Levity, darling, from the House of Hughes. Ooh, I like. I think I should. I think I got to figure out what my name should be. (laughs) If you, I think you you can keep that. That'll be yours, and then I'll probably I'll finalize mine before we actually you know hit hit the folks with some episodes. <laughs> but uh, let's get right into you know the reason why we're here today. Yes, why are we here? E equals M C squared. The follow up, the follow up to the ultra platinum, extremely iconic, the Emancipation of Mimi. So. Yes. Yeah, so here we are. First single, Touch My Body. Yes, and although, well, I'll get into that later, but Touch My Body is iconic because it's the single that that catapults her to the solo artist with the most number ones. <sighs> so, I mean, record's and broken. I know the girls love when a record's broken. Mm. And deservingly so, I mean. I love when records are broken by people who are talented. <laughs> and that's, yeah, like, you know, very good skill sets. You um, are shaking the table. It's like, oh, numbers don't really matter. Numbers don't mean anything. But for some people, it's like, well, with or without that number one, it's still fucking Mariah Carey. Like, it's nothing <laughs> to her because the pen works, the voice works. It's just everything. It just it just happens. I remember uh, hearing it for the first time right before school. I forgot what grade I was in. I'm pretty sure I was like in uh, I was a junior, I think, in high school when when it came out. Because yeah, the album came out in '08, so yeah, yeah. And I graduated '09, so yeah. Same. <laughs> um, yeah, I remember listening to it the first time, and I was like, "This is a, this is really cute." Um, I think I was expecting an, another. It's like that. Just because, you know, she's always known for giving us like the, you know, the club songs. And even though Touch My Body isn't really a club song, it's definitely a song you could dance to. Um, And uh, I loved it. I love the video. I love the, um, 
I love just how playful it was. She didn't take herself too seriously. She wasn't going to give us a, you know, a giant vocal or, you know, a big epic moment. It was just more of like, this is a cute song. It's fun to sing live, um, especially if you're, you know, Aretha Franklin, rest in peace. (laughs) So just a lot of, you know, a lot of silly moments came with this song and with the video. The video was so precious. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, man. So it's what, like a... Uh, like a tech nerd coming to the house and she's in her, you know, typical Mariah-ness and, <laughs> you know, she needs help with the computer, but then she's like walking away into like this steamy shower or something, something of the sort. And homeboy's just like fantasizing about her. <laughs> it was such a cute video. <laughs> oh man. There's so many things that came from this era. So, but before we get into all that, um, do we want to get into our least favorites, our favorites? Um, let's do our favorites. Let's start on a high note. All righty. Let's, who's, who's going first? Uh, I'll go first. All right. Okay. So my first favorite is Cruise Control. Um, I just love the way that song rides. I love Damian Marley on it. I love Mariah Carey with that slight little reggae tinge. Um, when the door open, this is it's it's such a dope <laughs> song. Um, I've been told so many songs. He brings the drums. Six, six baby, mama. six baby mamas. She was talking about future. Might need to go slow. I don't know <laughs> why I ease up on the brakes every time I see his face. How many times have you been in that position? Because I. Have been in that position a few times. I didn't have six baby mamas, but it's just like, (laughs) don't fuck with them. Don't fuck with them. Okay, I'm gonna fuck with them. Yeah, uh, gotta be careful. But that song is so dope. Um, my next favorite is "I'm That Chick." Um, side note: that album was initially supposed to be titled "That Chick," and I am happy that they did not use that title. Well, that's according to a Billboard article. Um. But I'm happy they went with E equals MC Square as opposed to that chick. Although that chick is bird enough to sum up the album, so it would still be fitting, but I like E equals MC Square better. But um I love I'm that chick. I love the references to Tupac and Biggie. And the song is pretty much about weed. Like Mariah Carey is a strain of weed in that song. That's pretty <laughs> much what she's talking about. I'm surprised she hasn't like collaborated with some dispensary in colorado and just had a you know a strain called um mc or something <laughs> that would be dope see we're giving people all these ideas and then one day w- once she once we get to a place where you know weed's kind of legal in all the states which who knows if it'll ever be um that's when she'll come out and be like if you guys want to know what i'm into you can you know purchase mc at your local dispensary and <laughs> It'll come with some glitter papers to roll yes! up. Yes! <laughs> with butterflies stamped on them. Oh, my God. See, we're giving people all these ideas. If she ever no, she, she just needs to open listens. up her own dispenser. She can have a butterfly strain, like a, a strain for every album. Right. Strange, <laughs> a strain for every album. Um, And then, like, it'll just be dope. I oh, feel man. like that emancipation strain would hit hard. Listen, I feel like that's for, that's for people of a certain age. Mm-hmm. You can't be no, you know, youngin' with that one. You gotta, you have to be somebody that's at least past twenty five. <laughs> Listen, that daydream. Oh man, see, 
We're giving people too many ideas. Caution. Well, see, that one sounds like it'll get you into trouble. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So those are, wait, so you listed two or three? Oh, that was two. Okay. Um, and then my last one um, is I'll Be Loving You Long Time. Um, we all know that I love a good sample. Although, um, side note, I'm That Chick Does Sample Off the Wild, Off the Wall by Michael Jackson. Party all night. Uh, it ain't no rules. It's up to you. <laughs> I love it, but no. Um, my last one is "I'll Be Loving You Long Time," which samples "Stay With Me" by DeBarge. Um, and this is, again, I love the way it writes. I love a lot of her up tempos from Emancipation on. I think a lot of the up tempos are my faves. Um, pre-Emancipation, not so much because they were just very mainstreamy poppy eh. but once you started like making them more a little more ethnic <laughs> I, a little I, more i rocked with them a little more hood a little smidge um and started <laughs> using a like, some dope samples but no um i'll be loving you long time it's such a it's such a cute song uh, it's, and it's so like springtimey love it's so it's it's amazing. So yeah, those are my favorite three. What about you? <laughs> uh, I have to shout out Hey Fran Hey because I feel like that's something she would say. I feel like music always reminds her of seasons. Because <laughs> yeah, they do. A lot of Mariah Carey's up-tempos in general, like Honey gives me springtime. Um, I, I'm that chick. I mean, um, I've been loving you a long time. gives me springtime. Yeah. Um, it's so many of them. Does this make me feel like like spring and summer and vibrant and like... Right, and colors and yes. ice, ice cream man. And like, you know, like summer love and shit. <laughs> Not summer love. Summer loving had me a blast. How about single love? Let's do that. <laughs> that'll be the that'll be the new thing. That'll be the new hashtag. Single love, self love, hashtag I love me. There we go. Hashtag I am my partner. <laughs> I am my king. <laughs> <laughs> let's let's not get into you know we we could go off for days on that <laughs> <laughs> what are your favorite three songs from the album <laughs> oh man number one okay so we have one in common and it's on that chick um because mm-hmm. on that chick was my favorite on the album and i was so glad that she performed it at the show that i saw her i think it was maybe a year or two ago when she it was like a side show she did from when she was doing all the hits with lionel richie mm. it was just her um by herself and she it's came- so gay <laughs> it is it's very gay um i just i just loved it it's like funky enough but still kind of like you know it has like a little bit of bubblegum pop in there but not too much so um that's my favorite song on the album i love the lyrics i love the beat um yeah and we already kind of talked about it a little bit so we'll move on migrate with the legendary t-pain who doesn't get his things and one day he will one day my great was a hell of an album opener and it really set the tone for just how bird this album was it's the perfect pregame song like i've never almost every time i'm getting ready to go out if i'm in the shower if i'm getting ready like i have to at least play it once because 
I remember being a teenager, like wanting to be old enough to go to the club to see if they were going to play Migrate, which who knows if they were, but I'm pretty sure the gay clubs were. They should have. You know, <sighs> it's just it's great. And I love that the auto tune didn't didn't make her sound cheap. It kind of just right. like it all flowed. But I, I think that's also um because, you know, T-Pain and, and Danger, who is one of who's one of like my favorite producers ever. Um they did a good job with her and they it didn't sound something that was so far from what we know from her. It just right. sounded like she 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 just came to the party and she fit right in. Right. And it, it's a good um it's a good contrast to um it's like that. Yeah. They're both uh it's it's they're both like, you know, pregame songs, but like and this this goes into like the differences between emancipation and equals MC Square in general. Right. I feel like emancipation was more it was modern, but it it had like this retro R and B kind of feel to it, just overall. Right. Especially with like the live instrumentation and production. Whereas Equals MC Square was more like modern and urban and like birdie. Right, but I think the the thing that kind of like the common denominator was the fact that she was able to, you know, still show her artistry and show her personality on both of right. them. You know, with the cute lyrics, um, and just you know the way she's singing on it, she's the beat doesn't you know take over. Like she's also you know she's kind of constructing the song, right. So, like it's like that gives me like getting ready for like a kickback or like you know a house function stuff like that. Whereas migrate is definitely the club, definitely looking for trade. And See, I'm on my way home because these jeans, yeah, they fit, but it might benefit me to throw something on to accentuate my hips and whatever, whatever, and still the show. <laughs> oh man, that I. <sighs> this that song i'll just i'll just i'll just move on before we go off on a tangent again um, <laughs> <laughs> another one it's fine uh, another one i'm sorry so then so the last of my favorites which i'll you know I'll, I'll save i'll save my commentary for when i get into the least ones but um thanks for nothing hey I, boy thanks for nothing there you go i <laughs> I thought you were going to keep going with it. I couldn't. I would start crying probably. I was going to say, I don't know if you can handle the, the key change. Somebody say, you know what I'm going through. <laughs> You've been left with nothing to it, but you can't count on one hand. Sing it three, three four, four, five, five six, six, seven, eight, seven, eight, seven, eight, seven, eight, eight, seven, eight, seven, eight, seven, eight, seven, eight, 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 seven, eight, 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 seven, eight, 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 it should have like it's very like I feel like it could have been on Butterfly. It could have been released in the '90s, and it just has that like um, that R and B, but also like hip hop kind of you know vibe to it, where you could put a rapper on it. And mm-hmm. I, I think Bone Thugs would have been perfect on it. Cancer could probably ride this good too. Hmm, that's a good one. But yeah, and I also saw her perform this uh, at the at the show. I saw her um, a couple years ago. And that was fun because I, I don't think she's ever I think she's performed it maybe like two or three times, at least that I've seen on, you know, on the timelines. Mm. But um, 
yeah, I I almost cried when when I came on because I didn't I wasn't expecting it, and um, <laughs> yeah, so I think a lot of people I think this is a lot of like the fan this is one of the fan favorites. It's a really beautiful song. She again, I mean, I don't know what else I expected, but the pen just showed its ass on this album as expected and other ass. Ah, you know. <sighs> the single that should have been. I don't really get big single vibes from any of the songs on here. Well, I think because everything kind of flows so nicely. Like, I mean, there were a bunch of singles from this album, but um, I think the one that the fans were like kind of crazy about was Migrate. Migrate would have cranked, yeah. Yeah, like they were. Especially like it was April, so that, that was a good like spring, summer, yeah. Yeah, I think it, I mean, arguably, it could have been the first single, and I think it probably would have took off like that. It could have had a cute video, and like, I just I don't know, maybe it was more of the record labels thing where they were like, "Oh, put out, touch my body first. <laughs> but possibly, who um, knows? Oddly enough, touch my body is one of my least favorites on the album. Um, and again, as with the other albums, there are no songs that I don't like. Right. Uh, well, most of the other albums. But Touch My Body, I don't know. I just feel like it would have been a dope like buzz single and then include it as a bonus track as opposed to an actual track on the album. Um, just because it's so goofy and so like lighthearted, it's, it, I don't know. I just feel like it would have done better as a buzz and then bonus track. But it's still a dope song. It's cute. Um, Side Effects is another least favorite. I don't like the production on that song. Yeah, no. I love it the gives lyrics. Like techno Haunted House vibes. Techno Haunted House. <laughs> it, it just, it, it, it sounded a little too processed. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I love like the McDonald's lyrics. Like Chicken Nuggets. <laughs> oh, I can't remember the last time I had one of those. I mean, the writing is phenomenal, but uh, uh, mm, mm, production, I don't, not too fond. But she wanted a lot of stuff that like knocked and hit hard on this album. Mm-hmm. So I get it. Um, and then lastly, I don't not, not like this song. Um, and there are definitely elements to it that I do like, but, um, uh, Hmm. I was going to say OOC. That's what's on my spirit to say. But I love that part. So, schools on me. To call a mucho papi. <laughs> I love that part. But I want to go with OOC. Um, although it's cute and it's definitely a bop and a vibe, it's not one of the songs often that I go to the album to listen to. But it had its day every now and then. I mean, I see what you're saying. I can't be too mad at it. Although it's it's been a while since I've listened to the song because it's not available on Spotify. I mean, I have the album somewhere in my like long pile of CDs that I don't listen to because streaming services. This was one of those albums that I pre-ordered on iTunes. Oh, really? Yep. I remember buying this album. I actually had enough. I, I had a job at the time and I was... Uh, I think I had walked down to like the Target to go pick it up, and then I went home, 
listened to it. I was on MySpace or something of the sort, and I was like, oh, this album is everything. It is. But yeah, I was up at 12 o'clock listening to this. Oh, wow. <laughs> on a school night. That's on when they used to come out night. on Tuesdays. Oh, yeah, until Beyonce came and was just like, nope, uh, no more Tuesdays. Thank you so much. And now nobody releases this whenever you want to put the shit up. Just yeah, they're like, just they're, like, they're like, we'll give it to you on a Monday at midnight. We're like, okay, it's a random I guess. Wednesday at 3.45 <laughs> in the afternoon. Right, no more chart rules. Fuck all that. <laughs> but now, what were your least favorite three tracks? All right, so uh, we'll go, I'll start off with Last Kiss. Um, Ain't no kiss gonna ever be this time. I think I don't think it's a bad song. I don't think anything on here is bad. I just think there are certain songs that just don't hit me like the others do. Um, right. And Last Kiss, I think Last Kiss is right before Thanks for Nothing. So I, it's kind of like that. I kind of treat it as a like a prelude or like an interlude to Thanks for Nothing. Mm. Um, just cause the beats kind of like, they feel like they can flow into each other. So I, um, and I just thought it was just, you know, nothing, nothing, nothing about it really grabs my attention. It's, I like the lyrics, but, um, you know, I could have did without it. Right. So, uh, number two is I wish you well. And the only reason why it's one of my least. <laughs> yeah, no, see. I like the I love the lyrics of this, um, but I felt like it was, I felt like it was almost like a carbon copy of "Fly Like a Bird," where you know just because of where it was on the album, and um, you know I, I don't know I think when I when I first heard that it was kind of this you know gospely track, I was kind of expecting it to sound like "Fly Like a Bird" or for it to have like one of those moments, but "Fly Like a Bird" is just its own little entity so i just wouldn't even it's it's hard to like she has her her gospel inspired tracks and i feel like this is like my least favorite out of them you know like there's anytime you need a friend there's you know fly like a bird there's um another one i think was in my saving grace my saving grace is cute um side note I know I just said I'm not buying nobody's pride merchandise but I like this shit that Mariah Carey just put out <laughs> wait she put out new stuff yeah, she got pri- she got uh, sweatpants. Ooh, wait, hold on. A t shirt and a hoodie. Let's. Hold and on. I really want this t shirt. It's so cute. Oh man, I gotta look it up now. It's so adorable. It's on her website. Uh yeah, well stored up, Mariah. I found it on Instagram. Ah, uh, just okay. Oh, I. And the hoodie. Okay. Ooh, I do like the sweatpants. All right, here we go. If it wasn't so hot outside, I'd want the hoodie. And if the hoodie wasn't, you know, at, at a hoodie price, I'd want the hoodie. Those sweatpants are at the hoodie price, too. <laughs> Let's not play. <laughs> you know what? Just We're make your own. Just make your own little rainbow pride. You know what? Just just get festive. Just throw some glitter on it. Just make sure you got all the colors. It's, I hate it's fine. glitter. Um, uh, you don't got to put glitter on yours. Um, you could just, you know. And it's a hundred percent pre-shrunk cotton, so it's not going to shrink. If I, I'm sorry, your least favorites. 
<laughs> this is all Huey's fault. Um, yeah, so last we had, kiss. yeah, so we had Last Kiss, I Wish You Well, and my least favorite is Love Story. Um, I loved it. I loved it at the time, but as time went on, I just found myself not listening to it as much as the other ones. So that's the only reason why it's on my list, but it's cute. Um, I remember, was I? No, I wasn't dating anybody. I think there was somebody that I was like interested in and I used to sing this song just thinking that we would be together. And yeah, just, you know, just a lonely teenager. Mm -hmm. Sad times. Yeah, I wish you well. Just it, it warms my spirit because it reminds me of all those instances when I was right and the other person was wrong, which is like 95% of the time. Yeah, it's like an everyday um, kind of situation. It's like I didn't do anything wrong to you, but I'm a grown up. I'm not going to shade you. You know, my mama taught me, but I'm not going to, I'm not going to do any of that. I'm just, I wish you well. Right. The word said it. Love your enemies. I feel like this was like her album where where she was kind of not allowed, but like she was feeling herself and Oh yes. You know, she Yes she went from everything from, you know, just going out to the club, touching bodies, messing around with trade and, you know, maybe having like a little heartbreak, but then remembering who the fuck she was after she finished crying. Listen, this is emancipation. And Mimi was when the butterfly emerged from the cocoon. And this <laughs> is when the butterfly evolved into a bird. Right. This is a very butterfly, majestic bird, but yeah. a bird nonetheless. This is when the butterfly bought some pride merch and maybe sprinkled some glitter on it. <laughs> you know, got some, you know, some nice fake eyelashes, not too, too big, but you know, just to give a smidge of, you know, accent and, you know, a very, <laughs> very professionally made and installed lace front. Exactly. Um, you know, just did it up, you know, got, you know, some, some red bottoms. Mm -hmm. Long hair, red bottoms. <laughs> <laughs> I want to talk about Mariah Carey and Trina. I feel like I don't know why that's never happened. It should. It should. It really should. I want to DM her or something. Mariah Carey <laughs> followed me on Twitter once upon a time, but I think it was an old profile that I deleted when I was. Oh, really? Like a, yeah. What? Yeah. But back to Eagle and MC Square, how do you feel about Pharrell, Pharrell, and Heat? Um, I didn't, it's not that I didn't really care for them. I thought Heat was like funny and cute. Um, it was. I thought it was cute for the time. And it's just one of those like, you know, those like bouncy kind of records. I think uh, Will I Am produced it. And um, yeah, I mean, I preferred Heat over For Real, For Real. Um, Same. It just didn't really do much for me. And I remember um, during that, you know, that concert I saw from her, she actually, right, be right before she sang on that chick, she used Heat as like the intro to it. Mm -hmm. It was, it was pretty cool. Um, 
but I liked it. It's cool. I feel like, you know, it it definitely should have been uh, like a bonus track, but just like on all the albums, like not on the the British, Japanese, whatever. Like but it should have just get been all like the, the shitty tracks anyway. Yeah. It's like, mm-hmm, let's put this on the Japanese version. I don't really like it. Just give it to them. <laughs> they but, like um, anything. But yeah, no, I, I liked Heat. I thought Heat was, was, you know, was cute. For real, for real, I could have did without. Same. But uh, yeah, that's it. Any um, any last little shout outs for E equals MC squared? Um, I think we ran through everything. Um, Justice for I, for the record, my favorite cover. <laughs> Justice for who? For the record. Oh yes, it's my favorite uh, album cover too. I just love the the simplicity of it. The the divaness of it her just standing there in that pose with that long ass fur feather thingy right she's like i'm giving you leg i'm giving you exotic bird realness um and that's exactly what it is exactly what it is um she's giving me uh what is this pink yet lavender mm-hmm. f- f- color font or whatever she um the hair is slightly less frizzy than it was at the equals i mean than the emancipation of mimi cover mm. but um yeah and she was also like i feel like i don't know if she was working out or doing something but she was at like her she was either on her fitness or what but she was extremely skinny during this era <laughs> she was like 1990 skinny on this era and Not 1990 skinny uh, listen she I think she did an interview with Oprah and she was like, yeah, I fit into like my jeans from high school and stuff like that um, during this time. And I remember her, she loved herself some, some zippers and some short little mini jackets during this era. Just, there was a lot that came from it. Funny commercials. I don't know if you, I don't know if you ever saw them with uh, Snoop Dogg. He played a dog. Mm-mm. There, I think you could probably find them on YouTube, but there's like a good three or four where she's like either in the house or in the studio um, singing and Snoop Dogg's voicing this little, um, I think it's actually one of her dogs. And he's like telling her to to sing higher or to, you know, do something. And she's, um, it's it, they're pretty funny. Shout out to For the Record. Yes, justice for that. Because I, I, I don't know why we never got a E equals MC Square tour. Maybe it was because of Nick Cannon. That was, uh, I remember that being the song for, I think it was like her first perfume. It was. Yeah. I was just about to say that (laughs) in the commercial. (laughs) And of course, she's just like in some colorful ass water um, or something of the sort, very similar to like the Caution or the Mia and Mariah era uh, photo shoots. For the record, you'll always be part of me, no matter what, what you, do. you do. And for the record, can't nobody say you didn't give my heart to you. For the record, I told you underneath the stars that you belong to me. <laughs> you didn't have Not to do that. Not on the 4th of July. You didn't have to do all that. And for the record, <laughs> it's obvious you just got to go. If we were in the same room right now, I would just turn off your mic. That would just be that. <laughs> That's why she she did not nothing was on the Fourth of July in this song. 
listen. Go figure. Go figure. Because this was, you know, released in April. So obviously it wasn't going to be on the 4th of July. But she was reminiscing and none of those memories were on the 4th of July. It wasn't for the record. Fireworks on the 4th. Nothing that, none none of that happened. That's because Mariah Carey takes holidays and she makes them about her. So, of course, she's not going to, you know, like even the 4th of July song. I feel like that's more about her and, you know. 4th of July is about that song and Butterfly. That's why we celebrate it. It wasn't until the white man came up and said, oh, America. Exactly. They stole it. They gentrify 4th of July. They definitely do. They steal uh, songs and then they turn them into holidays. Typical behavior. There we go. Um, <laughs> we'll get. We'll we'll talk more about um, you know gentrification and you know just overall thievery in House of Hughes. Sounds like a plan. <laughs> oh man! So let's wrap this up with a big little bow and uh, let's go right into say something. Um, Mariah, girl. Granted, I wasn't at any of the U.S. shows. For Caution World Tour, so I'm not as upset as I could be. But when I tell you it was a slap in the face for you to get on that stage over in Europe and open your mouth to sing, why can I bring out the title of the song? Oh, it's a song. Slipping away. Oh, I thought you were talking about without you. No, slipping away. Granted, she didn't sing the whole song, but she sang some of it. She sang a little bit more than a snippet. Yeah. It was. I was like, "Wow, okay, so you just treat them better than you treat us, right?" Did okay. they? Did they get slipping away as a B side? Did they get it at all? <laughs> but no, oh, that really man. made me happy to to hear her singing that. Uh, I gotta listen to it now. That's one of those songs. Same. Every time I like start thinking about it, I'm like, I gotta listen to it just to get it all out. It's such a good song. Ah, uh, we could have. <sighs> Somebody, we could have had like so many collaborations on that. We could have had like Tony Braxton on it. I think Escape could have been on that. Um, mm. So many other people, but like just the fact that she just released that song as the B side to Always Be My Baby. Come on. They said it was too R&B for the album. Uh, you know what? Well, she should have just put that shit on Butterfly. <laughs> I would have took that right, right before um, Breakdown. That would be a nice, nice sequence. (laughs) Oh, my God. So, all right. So that's yours. Mine will be, I really, really want one more album. And if it's your last album, just just find the best producers and just do what you got to do. I don't care if it's current sounding, if it's like if it sounds like daydream like just give us one more and just give us another tour so that way me and Huey can go together I would appreciate it you know link up with Timberland again you guys did great together yes 8th grade is a moment beautiful Ah, well guys thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of boys love more I can't even talk today boys (laughs) 
I'm like, boys love who? Who is she? Um, yeah, thank you for listening to Boys Love Mariah. Um, like I said, make sure you guys check out House of Hughes because once Boys Love Mariah ends, you know, that'll be our uh, that'll be our our main stage. It will be. And uh yes. And we only have like a few more albums left, so I think we have what, two? Yep. Oh my god, it's 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 been a weird journey. I feel like I feel like we've been doing this for quite some time. It's same. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, a lot has happened, um, which you know, obviously, we'll, that we'll find another time to talk about all that. Yeah. But um, <laughs> you know, a lot has happened since we first started, so it's been interesting. And uh, yeah, shout out to Kevin Duane. He moved to uh, New York, and I told him I was like, we gotta hang out soon, and you know, just go be gay together because he lives probably I don't know how far is Queens. I think it's like two hours away from me. Um, yeah, so shout out to him. He was on the butterfly episode and yeah. Good times, good times. Uh, and on that note, take us out, Huey. Fly away, butterflies, we out. <laughs> Peace out.